Don't forget my You're waiting for me to say something stupid, aren't you? Don't usually have to wait too long. <laughs> May as well just start recording the pod. We're back! Season 2, episode 1. New year. You know, we actually didn't really talk to each other in the break, so we should be really fresh. <laughs> the Prendercast chat was barren wasteland. Tumbleweeds. Wasn't a lot happening. I think that bodes well. Yeah. Some well, people sure, absolutely. Some people would say it's a schism being formed, but schism. I think it's good. good. I think we needed space, time. Good, good word. To grow. I'm Sean Peterbudge. I'm joined, as usual, by Fabian Guadagnolo. Buonasera, ragazzi. Hasn't missed an episode yet. That's right. Tim Davis, he missed a few, but that was back in the Billin days. Back in the Billin era. The Billin era, coming soon, box set. Uh, Tim, how are you going? <laughs> I'm terrific. Happy New Year, boys. Excellent. Terrific yeah. to see you. Happy New and, Year, Tim. Uh, ready to go. Don't really celebrate New Year. It's a waste of time, but that's fine. We don't need to talk about that. It just rolls from one day into, into the Fucking, next, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Well, I had something to do the next day, so... What do you have to do the next day? Um, something at work? work. Yeah, yeah, something at work. Yeah. So I just said, I just, I was Summer in sport. bed. I was in bed mm. at about 10.30. So what happened when you're... Nice you're, and rested. Your employer well, continues to you know, play games during the festive season. Continues to be in operation. Yeah. They so. need me. They needed me down there. So this season, we're going to try something a bit different. We're going to have a few new uh, segments, a few new ideas. We're going to try to be 33% smaller on the whole. We decided to mandate a one-hour runtime. We've already eaten into uh, two minutes of those, so yep. let's get crack-a-lacking. Have we got anything that caught your eye? Usually we start with things that are a bit off the beaten track and not sporting-related. Have we got anything that caught your eye in the period uh, just gone, the three or four weeks we've had off? Anything Anything movies, anything music, anything television, anything... Uh... Well, I saw Aquaman on Monday night, so yeah. two nights ago. Uh-huh. Aquaman. And I know that you've seen I've it, I've seen it, Sean. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it, but there's a, there's a but. I enjoyed it, but what does it mean now? Because I'm always a big picture. I like the big picture when they're making these serialized movies. And there's a convention, there's a rule, there's a law of the universe that these films are set in. And I understand that DC have had their, their troubles. Yes. They're quite public. Um, you know, they start with Man of Steel and everyone's like, yeah, okay. And then they go, we're going we're gonna to be Batman in. Everyone's like, okay, that sounds good. And then we see Batman v Superman. We're like, eh, it's not great. That was a horrible movie. And then yeah, they make Suicide great. Squad, which is just dreadful. I think time will come back to Batman v Superman. I think time will, will treat it well. Yeah. People will go back to it and be like, it actually isn't that bad. It's a bit of a mess, but it's okay. It's a good watch, so long as you don't try and break it down. It's probably too go, complicated. What does it mean? Too big. Yeah, yeah. But so... Then they make Suicide Squad's dreadful. They had a win with Wonder Woman, good on them. Justice Squad's just a nightmare. And then now they're like trying to recalibrate. And, and Aquaman is like the first step in that recalibration. It was fun, though. It was fun, it? but like... And it was big. It was and there was a lot going on. One of the on. most expensive-looking movies of all time. Yeah, and it looked great. And it looked great, and it was, it was, was good fun. And there was some, it, was, it was really quirky. Like, you're sitting there going... Oh, my, my advice to a friend who was seeing it a couple of days after I did was just go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think about it too much. Just like the um, She's a Mystery to Me bit was like a bit jarring to see in a film like that. But you're like, it's, it's sort of working. I didn't go in with – I didn't know enough about mm-hmm. it. Like, I, I mean, I know Aquaman and, you know, you're aware of 
that there is this dude, but I didn't know his backstory. I didn't know where he came from. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I knew. I think I'd heard Nicole Kidman was in it. So mm-hmm. when she bobbed up, it was like, cool. oh, hey. When Dolph Lundgren came on the screen, it was like, holy Whoa. fuck, I didn't know that. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, but we like, all love Dolph. But we've got these, you know, what, what we're saying now is there is Batman in this universe. So Batman exists. While this is happening, Batman's at home <laughs> washing his tights. And Aquaman's fighting, like, alongside a race of crab people yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. And just prior to that, he goes into the middle of the earth and there's this Jules Vernian land that time forgot with fucking dinosaurs and shit. And I'm, so I'm watching this thinking, Batman exists yeah. in this. He's sitting around. Fucking throw Batman in. Yeah. <laughs> Under the water. Chuck Batman in a submersible and get him fucking down there. And have him come out that yeah. little that portal, and there's dinosaurs. Have we seen a bat, a bat submarine? Yeah, well, technically, in 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 movie. Oh, he was in the bat the bat boat in Batman Returns. Yeah, he was, yeah. which wasn't strictly. It was like a skiff. What did strictly. I'm going to call it? Aquaman. What did Aquaman pull? Aquaman pull in opening weekend. Oh, it wasn't, wasn't great that. opening weekend, but it's ticked over a billion dollars worldwide. So Ari wouldn't have been happy with its opening weekend. Oh, well, it opened it opened lower than so I heard Vincent about Chase this after the movie from my yeah. mate Mitch talked uh, to me about. Ari and see the, Aquaman in in Entourage opened to one sixteen yeah and I think Aquaman beat Spider Man Aquaman in real life I think opened to like eighty something maybe less yeah which to be honest with you for these big tent poles like Avengers will do was it because of the blackouts the fucking yeah, the valley, blackouts the valley was fucking well, it wasn't <laughs> hot was it it's winter maybe it was they were snowed out but um like uh, Avengers Endgame will open to two fifty okay in America so it was a soft opening but in the end it's ended up doing a billion dollars worldwide but. Just go with it. It's a. Well, it's got to cover its cost from what you're. Well, co- from that would it would have cost three hundred million. Jesus. Fucking expensive. Like, Jesus. look, you saw every dollar of it though. Oh, totally. You didn't walk out of it going, "Gee, that looks a bit cheap." Like when you saw Waterworld. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my. Um, god. And you thought you've spent money on this. Why did you think it was Where? a good good idea to remake that on land as the postman? Yeah, well, that's right. Wow, he's going talking to- about Kevin. Kevin, yeah, yeah. Kev. Just stick to baseball movies, Kev. Yeah, he does that well. He does baseball. That's his wheelhouse. <laughs> I, I've got I've got a love for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, though. Brian I Adams? Did, I didn't mind him in that. Yeah, I think Brian, Brian Adams. Adams helps out. Yeah. 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 The, uh, what do they say in How I Met Your Mother? The Canadian Springsteen? I like Brian Adams. I think, I think, I think everyone's do. got that so far so good best of, you know, the one with the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know the one you're hey, so, um, hey, he he's, he's just he's vanilla, though, isn't he? Oh, it? he's very, very safe. Very. Yeah, he's safe. This is, is, actually, the word. This is yeah. actually a good segue. And I, I sent these guys a text earlier in the day and they didn't respond. So. Oh, no, no. I took it on board. So uh, keep talking. Yeah. So one of my favourite bands, I think it's on record on the pot. I'm a big fan of the Killers. <laughs> it's either going to be the Killers or Blink, Blink 182. 182. <laughs> I like how you say that like it's a bad thing. You fuckers were singing Millie Vanilli last year. We were singing it before. <laughs> but so the Killers, I'm a big fan of them. And and it's not that they can't do any, anything wrong, but they're that band for me where you, you forgive like weaker elements of their catalogue. You're like, yeah, yeah, like it's not as good as something else, but I don't mind it. Yep. You know, I don't mind it. It's like, okay, I like their style, so I can forgive that. They released a song uh, yesterday, it might have been, called, what the fuck, I've already fucking forgotten what it was called, Land of the Free, I think it was called. Wow, what a fucking shit sandwich that is. <laughs> Jesus no Christ. It's it's like a, I'm not going to say it's anti-Trump, but it's about like the state of America. Okay. And it's talking about like immigration and the wall and guns and, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of balls in the air. And I'm, I'm listening to it, and it starts off, it's like this American songbook, late 80s soft rock. Yep. 
and you're like, yeah, this is okay. And then it, oh, wow, goes fucking downhill quickly. Everybody, so so asking the question, what you sort of said about... Oh, um, but it's like, is there a band that you love or an artist that you love and you're like, I just can't, I can't forgive that, that song is awful. Doesn't do it for, oh my God, wow. It's, I, I haven't, I've taken a marginally different interpretation. In, in fairness, just clarity, I have listened to this song about 20 times. And it just doesn't And I'm just better. like, it's not happening. Well, when I, I, I've never been, I've never had a band. Like the band that I had was Millie Vanilli. But wow. they were, but they were, Jesus. But they were and so, they were cruelly well, taken from you. <laughs> no, but they were so short-lived. By the Grammys. Yeah, they, they were so short-lived that, you know, you just don't. They didn't have time to um, evolve. Mature or yeah. evolve, yeah. You know, bands go through peaks and troughs and yeah. different ages. They didn't get to yeah. have their Yellow Submarine Absolutely. or their White Album. Yeah, and look, I, I like... Sergeant Pepper. I, I like you too. I like In Excess. Yeah. Um, you know, I like Madonna... Love, I can respect love Michael Jackson, you know, but I don't. I don't go nuts about any of them. Yeah. But the bike I did like was Prince. Yeah, <coughs> I thought Prince just had. Yeah, but he made enough freaky shit to get people outside. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, but then, and and then when I was thinking about, it, I thought, who's the one guy that I've always just always really loved? And mm. I thought the answer is George Michael. Oh my! Oh, and oh. and in the eighties when he when he. And I was young too when he uh, released "I Want Your Sex." Mm-hmm. I was young, and I kind of thought, I "Did know, you just, want his sex?" Well, I didn't. <laughs> he might <laughs> but, have wanted yours. But I, I just thought, <laughs> I just thought it was a bit smutty at the time, and I thought you don't need to go but back you, and listen you to listen it now. To your song now, brilliant, it's a fucking great song. Yeah, no, George, and then, George. And then similarly, after he after he'd had his hiatus, and he came back and he did "Listen Without Prejudice." And you were expecting him to still be, you know, like Prince like you know, wearing his fluoro shorts, um, wham, you know, mm-hmm. sexy fella and all that sort of stuff. Or Tim Sachet. Or, or trying to be cool leading up against the jukebox and all that yep. sort of stuff. You got something that was really different. And when you got it, you thought This isn't what I want. This isn't what I want. Yeah. And yet I lo- I liked it. It just wasn't what I was expecting. And now you look back to the it was oh, awesome. I've so. spoken about this several times before. I've been mean, on the record. Indiana Jones, they made Temple of Doom. And it's not that it's a bad movie, but it's not Raiders. It so Raiders. the next one they made was Raiders. Yeah. Last Crusade was just fucking give them what they want. Yep. They want Raiders. Just yep. fucking give them Raiders, please. Stephen, give them fucking Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they wanted. You know, they did it. They do it all the time. Um, what was the other one? The other example I've used with that was like Oceans. Ocean's 12 isn't an, a bad film. It's just a different sort yeah. of movie. So then Ocean's 13. So Ocean's 13 is just Ocean's 11. 11. Steven Soderbergh. Steven, another Steven. Yeah. Let's fucking just remake the first one. We're back, we're back in Vegas. We're going back to Vegas. Fucking get back to Vegas and fucking the casinos again. They didn't, they didn't go for the Europe shit. Yeah. Didn't yep. like it. Yep. Spot on. But yeah, I that's, never got it. It was like the French dude with the parasailing and that. Yeah, at the end of the thir- 13. Oh, that's 13, that's isn't 13. it? That's 13, yeah, where he came yeah. down. Oh, in- 12 is Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, yeah, it's a dog shit movie. No, 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 no. If you watch it again, it's it's a it's good fun. It's just a Europe. You said this about movie. Quantum of Solace, and I've rewatched it. Oh, I didn't it say and that. No, no, no. Hey, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not put that in my. Do you want that me to call Alex? That was Alex who's defense Quantum of Solace. I've long said it's a shit burger. <laughs> I've fucking maintained. When that I left that cinema, someone said to me, oh, "Was it good?" And I said, "No." All I remember is everything blows up. That's it. At the end, that's all I remember. That film, I like, everything's I, on fire. I like that he that they were trying to that they were like you think oh he's nefarious and he wants oil and he wants gas and he but he wants water. I quite like that. Yeah, I thought that was good. But the, the rest of them, it's very it's minor bond. Yeah, shitful. Anyway. Minor bond. Um, we want to get started? I think we'll start with uh, the tennis, maybe. Oh, exciting! That's a good place to start, I think. 
Yep. Um, I haven't actually been following it to be quite frank. Yep. Mm. I like the tennis. Uh, actually, going tomorrow, we've got some passes, which is good. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes you take for granted, don't th- you? Thanks for the invite. Don't worry about it. Well, it's, been in, it's a corporate invite. Yeah, i got a corporate I'm invite like, as well. Get I'm a better fucking business, f- Fab. I'm actually... Sorry? Get a better <laughs> fucking business with better connections. <laughs> um, I've been invited. This is... I think it's the third year in a row I'm going I'm on this counting. invitation. But, Junk it. But it's a, it's a former employer of oh. mine who is doing some work. Are you declaring with this with your current employer? Oh, no, no. It's, Just for the sake of full well, transparency? Well, they're doing works on our project at the moment. So oh, nice. uh, they're still fully involved, but every year they do, they sort of do one corporate function a year and it's a it's a partner function. So my wife, Elise, has come the last couple of years. Elise really likes tennis. Mm-hmm. We have a really good night. They, you know, there's great food, drinks, all that sort of stuff. And you see a bit of tennis. It's all good. Unfortunately, Elise has double booked herself. Oh. And so I'm coming Saturday. At the moment, I have no partner uh-huh. and I'm not quite sure whether my plus one invitation has been retained as a plus one invitation. Oh, so if I, can, slides, if I can bring somebody, I've got to work out who I'm bringing. So I only need to find out somebody who's available on Saturday um, and then we'll work it out. Fab's just keeping himself busy uh, just at the computer <laughs> well, there. Good when on. you say former employer... No, no, Comtech Construction. Okay, so, the, the, so it wasn't the, also my former employer, which no, no, would be no. awkward. So which would be awkward. <laughs> my first employer was Grogan Richards. If you walked in, if it was was it G, not GTA, what's the other one? Grogan Richards. If it was Greg, you walk in and just introduce yourself like no one knows you. Maybe Gnolo, very funny. Fabian got Gnolo, MGA, MGA traffic. No, no, I would invite you to the tennis team and I would buy corporate tickets, but you would need to actually give me work. Fab's just saying the cleaner there, don't come in. Unless he's got something to contribute. Oh, there's nothing in the bins anyway. So, so um, I'm just no. sorry. I'm, I'm just... Oh, yeah, I'm just thinking about that dog shit song. <laughs> I lost my track of that. Tennis. We're talking tennis. Yep. You know, one uh, last thing on that song I just want to say. <laughs> it's, it's affected him. Yeah, I just want to say one. You know, like, you know, like when you... You know Days of Thunder? Yes. Yeah. You know the David Clover is it David Cloverdale? Is that his name? I that, don't, that, I don't that, know what that was. Well. Woeful song at the end, which is like just Is this this Dick Trickle? Remember? Yeah, Dick Cole Trickle. Trickle. Dick Trickle was a real person. Yeah, Cole, Cole Trickle's, Trickle's a made up man. The, okay. the, he drives the mellow yellow car. Yeah. Um Yeah, David Cloverdale wrote a song called like I think it's called Last Note of Freedom. It's just rubbish. But it's like Every artist has shit song. I don't know if David's got a catalogue jam packed with gems, but that's why you need producers. I know we were way off top, but that's why you need producers. To- I'm just saying that David Cloverdale wrote a more American song about fucking stock car racing. Well, the one thing I was going to say before is in 10 and 20 years' time, mm. when we look back at the, as you said, the shit sandwich that has been the Donald Trump regime, whether he gets voted in again you know, coming up soon or not and does another term, neither here nor there. We're just going to look back and cringe at what it was. If there's a chance that they've sung a song that tears shit off it, is it the sort of thing that's going to age well in 20 years' time when we do look back at it and all of a sudden it'll actually be the voice of the generation? No, it's a bad song. So like it's it's just not, a bad no, song. it's just a bad song. Like, American Idiot. Like can I just, what, can I just touch on this? We're, yeah. we're not political, but you keep going on about the voice of the generation. He's not in there because, don't worry about this Russian conspiracy bullshit. People voted him in. People want him in. Celebrities don't. There are idiots in that country. Tim, at least there are a lot of them. At least fifty percent of them. Yeah. Idiots. So I'm I'm not. I I don't follow it. I don't give a shit. It's not my country. Doesn't affect me. Right. You know know what shits me the most? Hillary Clinton would have been a really good president. No, she she wouldn't. She would have. Nah, she would have done really good things. The reason Donald Trump's in there is because because she's a woman. 
No. Nah, don't, don't, no. Oh. no. <laughs> 2019, I'm calling him out on all this bullshit. I, we don't want to make it political. But my, my scant understanding is I think we've got to, we've got to realise that the American people were exposed to Hillary for a very long time. They were. they were, And the fear was they couldn't trust her. They were exposed to her for a real yeah. long time to get a bit of a gauge on her. And, they were like, exposed you know to Donald funny? Trump on the fucking whatever his show was. You but know, you know what's funny? You watch an old 50% episode. of the country hillbillies, Tim. You watch an old they episode. They love that shit. I'm agreeing. You watch an old episode of like Saturday Night Live, and I vividly remember it. They were doing a sketch where Bill Clinton's, uh, like, he's a bit of a philandering womanizer or whatever, and he's only interested in holding the office so that he can attract women, and that's sort of like his character, and it's a bit of fun. But they would take the piss out of Hillary. This is 25 years ago. Yeah. As introducing herself as co president uh, yes. and stuff like that. You're like, this isn't new. Yeah. We all think it's new, we all, but it's not. We're not going to talk about that anymore. We're going to talk about Brexit because Brexit blew up overnight too, didn't it? I don't give a shit about it. What did actually happen there? Oh, no, we shouldn't be talking about it. Well, they didn't vote it. It got got basically two-thirds to a third voted Voted down. down. Yeah. So Theresa May's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who gives a shit? Um, Bernard Tomic. Yes, Bernie. Caused, caused headlines in, in week one shout of the out. Australian Open. Shout out to Bernie. Another First shout out of the season is going to Bernie. Shout out to Bernie. Another stellar Australian Open campaign ended on Monday night. Um, tournament only started that morning. So he's, he's no play? longer with us. Uh, Marin Cilic, which is a, a tough... Uh, didn't Kyrgios... Who did Kyrgios play? Oh, sorry. Um, did he play Marin Cilic? Uh, Cilic got Kyrgios. Somebody bit. played Marin Cilic. And then was it last night uh, somebody else played Rayonic? No, no, no. You're right. Cilic got... Yeah, you're right. Big servers. Big servers. So, look... In fairness to Bernie and in fairness to Nick in a way, Nick's attitude was disgusting as always. But hard up, hard rounds run round one matchups. Oh, yeah. But they've only got themselves to blame um, for not performing well enough to be seated and therefore you're at the mercy of the draw. So that's the golden rule. Well Tim had, oh Tim. Tim. Um, Nick had some issues last year that were yep. untenorous, so you, you give, give him a pass. Well what we're gonna do, we're gonna play Nick's Bur- been pretty much seated ever since he's his Arrived. breakout, so, yeah. you know. Five years ago. Bernie. Bernie Bernie's a different. Five fish. years ago, if somebody had said to you, I remember watching Kyrgios come through, and particularly, I think it was 14 when he beat Rafa. Rafa. Yeah. Shout out to Rafa. He beat Rafa at Wimbledon. And I remember watching him thinking, this guy, in five years' time, he'll have won Grand Slams and have won. That's yeah. what I said about uh, Philip Pusses. Five years' time. Yeah. And he's just, his attitude. He's got close to Philip At least he made oh, finals. Absolutely did. He was tearing Peter Newman at Wimbledon. He was. Um. But Bernie took aim at, at Leighton. So we're just going to play some audio. Here's, here's us up in the professionalism a couple of notches. <laughs> I've, I've ripped this audio, so let's let's give this a listen. Hold on, I'm going to make sure the sound's on. Make sure my pawn's off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's all Leighton. I mean, I'm going to say honestly, it's, no one likes him anymore. You know, he used to hate tennis Australia. It's weird. And now he loves him. So, um... What's happened here? Yeah, absolutely. Kokonakis, Kyrgios, we don't want to play anymore because he's ruined the system. I mean, go away. Like, literally, if he's retired, like, why are you still in tennis, you know? It's funny, all these guys have got wild cards are under a system. Like, I think uh, Bolte and these guys, uh, Polmans, they're all under these wings, so he gets a percentage of that. So it's conflicts of interest. I think that's terrible. Isn't that right or wrong? I accidentally pressed play again, so that was the second uh, swoosh. <laughs> the double swoosh. I'll work on those swooshes. I'm not entirely happy with them, but it was all I could produce <laughs> at short notice. Um, so I think what Bernie's saying there, it's interesting. If it wasn't him, we know that that's in his locker, that kind of uh, candor, shall we say. Yeah. But if what he's saying is true, 
then that's quite serious. Like I, I'm not, I'm not one of the people that's fobbing it off because Bernie on Bernie's an idiot. Don't listen to him. Yeah. But you sit there and going, if Leighton, quite like I'm a bit like him when I'm when I watch a Davis Cup tie and think, I thought you retired, mate. But you're playing doubles. Like surely you shouldn't be playing. Surely we can give you. Surely there's someone else your spot can go to. Surely we've got we've sort of ridden through the that dark period of not having great depth in tennis yep. with the men. We've still not got like world beaters, but I think we've got players who can fucking play doubles in the Davis Cup. Well, this is our current instead of him. This is our current yep. Davis Cup squad. Alex Dimonor, who is playing well, right, and he's doing playing well. Leighton Hewitt for the doubles. Nah, shouldn't be playing. John Millman. Yeah, that's fine. Who's playing well? John Pierce. Never he's a him. good doubles player, yes. And Jordan Thompson. He's okay. Who is okay. He's okay. And then obviously, are they Kyrgios, better than? But you got Tomic, Kyrgios, and Kokonakis. Those guys have been absent due to well, injury. Well, probably is ahead of Kokonakis. But those guys have been injured oh, due to yeah, definitely yeah. All right. They think Kokonakis might be our most talented player. But they've so. been missing due to injury, and so that's yeah. fine. But there's and some depth there that I don't think he should be playing anymore. And I think Tennis Australia needs to draw a line and go. You're either the captain. Or you're an active player. Yep. You okay. can't be both. Okay, if you're captain, though, and you're sitting there... I don't mind it. And, and, and in captain. your heart of hearts, you're saying, what is my best... What, what have I got? Give me a look at my whiteboard. Give me a look at the magnets. Where are my pants? <laughs> Who can I play? <laughs> Where are my pants? <laughs> uh, and you're sitting there and you're going, fuck, this is a dog turd of a team. And, and you're sitting there and you're going, you know what? I reckon I could do better than these blokes. You reckon and, he's not, but I reckon you put. But in fairness to him, he is in the main draw of the doubles here at the Australian Open. And once again, it's so, like, mate, so follow it. Just you're fucking retire. See how he goes. Put, like, it, he won the first round. He's still in the Australian oh, Open. Sh- Bernard Tomic isn't. And the irony of that, who's in the Australian lost Open? On a lot of people. Leighton. Leighton. As a double. As a double yeah. player. Doubles is bullshit, mate. Well, what if he fucking wins it? Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, we will. Give a I shit if he wins it. Brian but Brothers that's the in the point. I don't think. Look, it's it's less about the the double situation with Leighton. It's the yeah. fact that Bernie's saying, and Bernie wasn't making it all about me. He was he was he was, he was trying he was to throw every, the fact he, that he yeah lost, he was throwing everybody throwing everybody under the bus. But he was he's he's, he's right. How how are the best players not representing Australia? I don't even know who John Pierce is. Who's Jordan Thompson? Yeah, but Fabian, the the, the million. The million-dollar question is, if you want to say that yeah. and you're going to have the forum and the floor and an opportunity to be able to say this at any time, yep. why be trotting it out when you've been beaten in the Australian Open? No, he's got, well, he can't say it for another year because he's not in front of the Australian media till this time next year. Yep. So he puts oh, it on the agenda. If there's I, truth I just, to it... It's that rubbish that just annoys me. And it's uh, like, I, I want to love Bernard Tomic. I, I want Bernard Tomic to win me over again because I want to see him play good tennis because he's talented. But he's a fuckwit. No, Go back 20 no years ago and that. we all thought, the media thought Philippoussis was a bit of a... No, but you knew he was a puppet. But he's, Bernard, not, he's not like these boys. Bernard is a bit of a puppet. His old man is has led him a, a ways. Yep. But he's a dick. I think that but with, with uh, the scud, I think that we all knew that he was there for a good time. Oh, and, and people sort and of accepted not? that. And people went, people went, you're there for a good time, but when you're actually out there... Your body's let you down, mm. yep. but when you're actually out there, you, you are invested. Yep. Where uh, this is not a turning point or where they lost it, but what I hated is when they made the both he and Rafter made a final. Nuke, Roach, and all that—they were all in Paddy Rafter's corner, where they should have sat on the wing, so to speak, and yep. just been neutral. I, I don't disagree with that. That was horrible what they did. I to don't him think in that, that makes final. a difference. Look, but the other thing is... And they might have had something to do with it, Sean. Part rafter. 
Hey? It might have had something to do with rafter. Gives a shit. Well, they're not oh, going to fucking sit in the middle of the tennis. court. Yeah, yeah. No, for the benefit of Australian tennis, you could have. What are you fucking talking about? That doesn't make any sense. So, so no, they, they coach, weren't his co- if they were his coach, different story. I'm talking about that. That's just in the box. Well, they probably had a bit to do with him over the journey, and they thought we're going to support and, you. And and this is the thing. The one thing about Pat Rafter is he knew he had a shot at being a really good player, but he knew to be able to do it, he had to work his ass off and get super super fit to be able to compete against what was in the world and trying to be a serve volley player. He worked his guts out, and he was super fit and super prepared. Leighton Hewitt was exactly the same, worked his ass off and derived the benefit because of it. Yeah. There's these other guys floating around with even more talent, and they don't even work quarter as hard, and then they bitch and moan at the end of it and going, oh, yeah, no, everything else is fucked. That's it's not like, just mate, tennis, though. Beaten, That's every pal. sport, I reckon. Oh, I agree. I agree. Like, wasted talent is uh, it's, <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere yeah. in every single sport. because well, you don't have to be... You Everyone don't have gets to reach... a McDonald's award these days. No, it's not even that. It all stems no, from no, that. It's not even that. You don't have to reach the top anymore. Well, in a sport like that, you can be mediocre. And you don't have, have to reach the top anymore. Career. You don't have to be the the, the carrot. Yeah. If you want money, the carrot used to be win. Yeah. Well, as a swimmer, if you wanted to make money and get your name on a carton win. of milk, you had to be a world champion, a world record holder, Olympic champion. Weren't people who were missing on cartons of milk? <laughs> well, that, that You're was, talking about on, on the cereal box was, or something? That was swimming. <laughs> There were swimmers after meets, after major meets. The media was like, Kieran where's Perkins Tim Davis gone? his name on the pure milk card on. No, he wasn't on the sideline. Card on. He was on Carton. Sounds like you're saying hard on. He wasn't on the, he wasn't on the side you of the carton. You hear what you want like, to hear, Fabian. Yeah, but he, he wasn't on the side of the carton like he was a missing person. He was on the front. <laughs> he wasn't on the side like last scene. Right. Aquarina. <laughs> Anyway, we digress. Shall we, uh, we introduce our new... Um, oh, we're doing it now. Well, why not? We're doing Fucking tennis, A. We? So All what right. we're going to do, we're doing a, this is a new segment. This is just going to be called Tim's Quiz. I hope this works. I hope it works really well. So basically, Tim, every week, unbeknownst to us, it's pretty obvious this week because the Australian Open's on, but every week Tim Next will... Next week is tennis too, by the way, so you can uh, oh, don't tell study us that. up if you want to. So every week Tim, no, will, Tim will surprise us uh, with a topic. So obviously some of them are easy to guess if the... The Grand Prix's on, I think it's fair to say it'll be a Grand Prix. If the spring racing's on, heaven help me, it'll be about fucking horse racing. You better give me a Super Bowl special. <laughs> it was about Super Bowl, like, yeah, same thing. Yeah, so, so Tim will pick his themes right. and for the week based so we'll, on something. We'll, we'll, we'll keep score. We'll post it on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. it's a 10-question quiz. Excellent. So what's going to happen is Tim's the quiz master. Yep. We don't know the questions clearly. Most of the time, we won't know the topic. Fab and I are going to go head-to-head. Yep. Today's topic is tennis. Is it tennis? There's tennis it's or tennis. is it Australian Open? It's tennis. Okay, so just so tennis, tennis the sport. So we've got what, what, what? I'm trying to make it a little bit more Australian okay. Open centric wherever possible. We've so got uh, whiteboards. We've got whiteboards. So, so Fab and I will compete against each other here. Yep. Tim will obviously. I'm going to keep scoring here too. Fabian, SPB. Okay, let's rock and roll. What's question number one? Question number one, and we're going to make this easy. Excellent. So we write it down. We write it down and show Tim, and then we show. True Tim. or false? Oh, okay, I like it. Fifty-fifty. Roger Federer has won more Australian Opens than he has US Opens. True or false? Oh, fuck. I have an answer from Fabian. I got my answer. Shit. What did you go with? They've both written false, and the answer is it is true. Fuck. Fuck. He's How many has he got? He's won six Australian Opens, he wants... and he's won five US Opens. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> you want some tissue? Was that trying... was the easy one. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how many Wimbledons he's got. Seven. He's got like 
He's got one eight, French. I think. Yeah, he's only got one French. Yeah, and I was trying to figure. Fuck. All right, that's all right. okay. I've but, dropped. I've but dropped it was one. Quite, well, I deliberately put it in because it was close, and it was. I've dropped one. I've left one on the table there. Left one on the table. Fuck. Next. All right. This is a hard one. Okay. Who was the youngest player to win an Australian Open singles title in the Open era? And it's youngest, full stop, as it turns out. Who was the youngest player to Men's win? Men's or women's? You tell me. I know the answer for both. I'll give you a clue. It's a woman. Hmm. All right, I got my answer. And it's in the last 30 years. Don't fucking give him more tips. Have you written one down? A little bit of time limit on this yet. You can't have him fucking sitting there all night. Do we have an answer? We have two answers that are exactly the same, and it's right. Fuck! Damn Martina it! Martina Hingis is the answer. Swiss she miss. won it 16 years and 177 days in 1997. She beat uh, Fab's, uh, Fab's woman in one of the finals. Who? Uh, Emily. Emily. Marisma. Yeah. She okay. beat your girlfriend. How's this for a question? <laughs> I, really, I really like this question. Who was the last... <laughs> we'll be the fucking judge of that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, just because of what the answer is too. Who is the last non-European to win the Men's Australian Open singles? Oh, fucking... Ah, uh, shit. So needless to say, there's been a shitload of Europeans. All right, I've got my answer. Give us a look. Ooh. Fuck, they've done the same thing again. They've both written the same answer with the same answer being Jim Courier. Is it right? It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the an- but you got the right country. The answer is Andre Agassi. Oh, of course. Who won in 2003. Yes. But that's 15, or 16 years ago now. He's Armenian. <laughs> is, that a, is that Asia or is it... Uh, it's European, Armenia technically, is. is it? Armenia? It's in like Eastern is Europe, European. isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it Azerbaijan? Well, Martina oh, Navratilova is US as well, just quietly when you look at the record uh, as fucking well. Whatever. I think she's the least US woman I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Okay. She's the least woman I've ever <laughs> seen. Oh, shit. <laughs> we walked into that, didn't we? Question four. This is an easy one. Excellent. Who are the only three women to win more than 20 Grand Slam singles tournaments? Uh, Is the dead air a bad thing? I'm thinking. Uh, We've got a correct answer from Fabian. And we have an incorrect answer from... Yes! We we planted the seed of Martina Navratilova in... uh, Who'd I get? Who'd I miss? Margaret Court. Oh, fucking bullshit. So Margaret Court has 24. Serena Williams has 23. Steffi Graf has 22. So Sean gets a point. Uh, no, Fab gets sorry, a Fab gets a Jesus. point. Sean does not. I'm behind. This is not now, good. This is actually a really hard question, but they track it out every single year. So if you watch enough tennis, you probably know the answer. Okay. Let's go. Who was the last Australian male to win the men's Australian Open singles? Oh, what the fuck's his name? Incorrect. Fuck! <laughs> his name is... Damn it! Oh, he was a good player, and he's, he's a little, little bit left of centre. I can't think of his name. We're going to put this down. This well, concede then. I know it's not him. I can't think of his name. So you're saying it's Roy Emerson because the answer is Mark Edmondson. Oh. So you're actually, I actually thought you were writing the answer when, Fuck. when I said know. I went for the mustachioed. Who is the little little nuke. bloke? That's not it, that's, the little bloke. It's, it's, not, it's not even it's not even Roy Emerson who, who I'm thinking of. <laughs> you're playing. No, no, playing. the Aussie <laughs> the Aussie bloke who sits next to Rod Laver. Is this little bloke? Fucking know. Little Aussie bloke. He's old. He's, he's an old, he's an old he's, man he's now. Not, he's not you do realise that maybe Rod Laver. 
He's no, not, no, 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 no. He's not wearing a name tag, mate. <laughs> Next question. Right. Next question. Fuck, I'm still um, one behind. Still up. Shit. Who are the last three non-European female Grand Slam tournament winners? In total. Overall. Non-European. Non-European. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, Fuck. I can see Fabian's board from here. Uh, hold on, hold on. So you say the last three? Last three. Magaruta. She's and, in Spanish. And you're right. You're right. You've got your two. There's one other. And the, and the one that you don't have is the hard one. They're all fucking European. Exactly right. Although, ironically... One won in 2018, the other two won in 2017. So they're very recent, but they're just... It's just how good your memory. Um, how are we looking, Sean? Oh, fuck. I, think I can see the other lady. I can see the third one. Talk to her. <laughs> What'd you know? Come to me. <laughs> fuck. Um... Fuck, you got to time us out. I don't have the third one. Well, no, it's time. It's time down. Yeah. I got so Serena who, and Naomi Osaka. Well, funny, Fabian's got Serena and the Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and who was your last? I just got Argentina lady. Okay. <laughs> Eva Peron. She's American. Yeah. Sloan Stevens oh, won the US course. Open in 2017. Forgot. I didn't even know Naomi that. Naomi Osaka won the 2018 US Open. Yeah. yeah so, Serena oh, shit, that was my chance. Right. So, yeah, no, no points, but uh, commendation to Sean Peter Budge for getting Fuck. Naomi, Naomi Osaka. Osaka. Quick game's a good game. Who is the last country to win all four men's Grand Slam single tournaments in a calendar year? <laughs> shit. Certainly not fucking Serbia. There's only ever been one good Serbian player. Wrong, but I like it. <laughs> Fuck. No, well, that's my answer. I can't change my answer. I've already, I've already yep. submitted it. Hmm. Time it out. Come on, mate. This, this. Oh, I want an answer from Sean. Yeah, time it out. Like, tell them to hurry up. Give them 10 seconds or something. Uh, these two boys are on the same wavelength. Fuck! And they've both written Switzerland. And ironically... I was thinking Vavrenka, yeah. one of the years that Vavrenka had... Yeah. Vavrenka might have done it at the same time yeah. as Federer. Yeah. The answer is it goes back to 1988 and it's sweet. I was going to... Oh, you yeah. fucking... <laughs> was that... Uh, Mats and uh, Stefan Edberg. Mats won three. He won the Australian, Stephane the French, Edberg. and US Open. And Stefan Edberg Mate, won, I was dead set. won Wimbledon. I'm, I'm dis- people, you'll hear this a lot this year. <laughs> Dead set. I was sitting there going, I reckon it might be Sweden. And that was why, as soon as you fucking, I was sitting there going, I reckon it's Edberg. Because it's too easy to say the US and you wouldn't know who'd won it, but throw a blanket over the field and might nail it. I've left a couple points on the table here. It's frustrating. True or false? Excellent. Latvia have won a Grand Slam singles tournament in the past 10 years. True or false? As in men's or women's? Men's or women's. We've gone for true. We've both gone true, and you're both correct. Yeah. Yes. So the 2017 French Open was won by Yelena Ostapenko. Oh, that was a fucking complete When I guess. read that she was from Latvia yesterday, I thought, well, there you fucking go. That was a complete fucking guess. I had no idea. Right. Next question. What, what are right. we up to? Uh, we're up to number nine. I'm going to oh, switch shit. them around. I'm going to give you another true or false. Oh, fucking run. No, no, no. I'm running out of fucking time here. 
So true or false, Rafael Nadal had a run of 11 years straight where he won at least one Grand Slam singles tournament each calendar year. True or false? Hmm. We have an answer from Fabian. These two are like blood brothers. Fuck. You've both said false, and you are both correct. Yes. He, didn't. he only had a 10-year run. Can't lose from here. From 2005 <laughs> to 2014. Uh, and in 2015, Novak won three and Stan Wawrinka won one with the one that uh, Djokovic didn't win being need a, need a fucking Need a big one here. Need a big one here. Come on. This is actually this is a hard question. You won't get it right. Um, <laughs> that, that's giving you some encouragement. Oh, fuck you. So since the 2005 Australian Open that was won by Marit Safin, Men's tennis has been dominated by Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, and Novak Djokovic. In that period of time, only four other men have won Grand Slam singles tournaments. Who are they? Who, sorry, who are, the, who are the, the guys that we can't pick from? Roger, Rafa, Novak. I reckon I've got it. I reckon I've got it. You go first, Fab. And I'm, I'm, I'm on three out of four, mate. I've got three out of four. Got it. I've got it. Fucking A. He's got it. And the funny thing is, I was going to go back to 2003 and ask for two more, which would have meant you would have given me Marat Safin, but you'd have to have given me Gaston Gallio. Would never have been able to give you. Would never have been able to give you Gaston. Wow! Wow! Oh, don't tell me he's got <laughs> he's it. Done it. Yes. <laughs> so we have Stan Vavrinka, who's won three. Um, which he was, celebrated. He, he, he celebrated. did. He did celebrate. Andy Murray, obviously, with three. Fuck. Um, and then the two hard, the real hard ones. Um, and you really go both U.S. Sport. Opens. You, you need one. One Martin Del Potro beat Roger, and you need Marin Cilic beat Kane Nishikori. Kane Nishikori, that's a great, great little stat. Do I get more for knowing more about the question than Fab, who clearly guessed? No, no, uh, I didn't guess. I, reckon, I, I, figured I reckon from a credibility perspective, the fact that you got Naomi Osaka and he only put Asian girl in almost put you ahead on I mean, uh, fucking dudded. Is that, is that the end, or do we have a bonus that's question? It. We both got three out. Well, actually, I'll give you a... No, 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 no. that's a win. No, no, fuck what, that. I got four, didn't I? No, you got three. I thought I got four. I reckon you got three. Well, you oh. didn't get no, you didn't get Slane Stevens. I was so one. I, I was one behind. Out. Whatever you got, I was one behind you. Yeah, I had a bonus question for next week. Give it to me. So we 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 counting that as total points, or we just going one nil fab or is one it nil one nil? Did you get the question right or not? All right, bonus question. No, no, I'm talking the about round. the, the like, round. You, you won the round. That's it. So I'm oh, it's three all in the round. No, oh, fab, no, you got four. Fab you got, got one more. Yeah, so I've won a set. Yeah, you won a set. Fuck. So the bonus question is another true or false, and I'm just hoping for once you'll answer. Differently. Yep. So this doesn't count for anything, but it's a bonus question. Let's go. Adrian Quist holds the record for the most Australian Open Championships won, inclusive of singles, doubles, and mixed doubles, with 13 total titles. True or false? We've finally separated, boys. Sean's gone true. Fabian's gone false. The answer is false. Fuck off. Nancy Wynne Bolton. Oh, all I didn't know is fucking women as has well. Has won 20 titles from <laughs> oh. 1936 to 1952. How good is that? Fucking new balls. Oh. And, that's, and that's just Australian <laughs> titles. Sean's like, why the fuck did I introduce this new segment for? <laughs> 
Oh, well, I had fun with that. <laughs> no, yes, the fucking you. the one I left on the table, Sloan Stevens. Yeah, left it on the fucking. That's Sweden table. is the one you left on the table. No, I, no, that is actually spot dead yeah. set. I went no. Oh, that's I had the, fir- the on well, the last boys. question, which really which got me over the line. I had the Del Potro, Stan, and Andy quickly, and then I was just thinking, you know, when you can see someone's face, yes. And all I was thinking is Milos Raonic, and I said, it's not him, it's not his face. He's got what's the bloke's name, and then you're celebrating. I'm thinking, oh, no, I wasn't. I was just celebrating the fact that I fucking knew it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question because what once the question once Murray had won three, and he was celebrated as being one of the. Yeah, the, the big fraternity, yeah. the big four. Big four. But then, it was never really a big then four. Then the question was, you know, Vavrinka, Silic, and or Chilich and Del Potro. Yeah. Um, and it just shows Del Potro. Del Potro is another guy that's got talent that can Wrist. Never get his body right. Wrist. Mm. Yeah. And uh, he's also running. He's, he's Roddick like, and he keeps running into the other ones. That, that's like Andy Roddick would just keep making finals and coming oh. up against Roger. Oh, and I think that, smashed. I think that at his best, uh, and and not. Um, not encumbered by injury, I think that Del Potro would have. I think he would have gone past Andy. Yep. yep. Um, but he's just. I think. When did he? Was it 2010? He beat Roger. I think it is. At yeah. The US. Um, and he. And then he came out and won the Olympic gold medal yeah, in 2012. And, and as well. he was. He just hasn't been that player. No. He hasn't been able to be mm. that player. No. Separated at birth. David De Gea. Oh, and one Martin yeah, Del Potro. Maybe, maybe. Just putting it out there. We'll um, and then out. lastly, obviously, before we move off tennis, thank you very much for the quiz, uh, Tim. I enjoyed that. Thanks, Tim. Very thank much. You. Thank you. Um, enjoyed it. Play along at home, uh, people. Uh, Andy Murray, of course, he'll walk away from tennis. He's hoping to be able to get to Wimbledon, um, but that's a little bit up in the air, unfortunately. He was eliminated on night one and pretty emotional, obviously, when uh, he announced that that'll be the end for him um, this year, whether he can get to Wimbledon or not. I think we hope it'll, it'll be great to... Uh, to see him get the goodbye down there. He's won two Wimbledon titles. He's won a US Open, Olympic gold medals. You can tell that you're British because no one gives a fuck about Andy Murray except for British people. No, I'm just saying it's a great effort. And Tim, because Tim loves everyone. I think he's probably the best, uh, certainly the best British player of the Open era. But no one cares. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, tra- yeah. it's just I straightforward. The, I think the people of Great Britain, and Eng- uh, Scotland and England, well, not necessarily England, but Scotland would care. It's like non-serves. If you're non-Serb, no one gives a shit about Novak Djokovic. He's getting a statue, by the way, at, uh, at the All England Club. For what? Winning Wimbledon. Just take twice. away Henman Hill and just call it Murray Hill and that's it. That's Murray's mound. Pretty much did. They've already done that, I think. Um, <laughs> oh, poor, poor Tim Henman. We're going to move on now to um, a little bit of uh, world football. World football. Didn't have a time to cut up Fab and I's excellent um, discussion in September, I imagine it might have been. Yep. About Jose Mourinho. You said, uh, we listened We listened back on, you said he could be gone by November. I missed out by a couple of weeks. So, um, um, I mean, look. It, yeah. It'd become stale. You, you'd come around eventually. See that? Did you see that? No, you no. You didn't see this? This is the gladi- this is Gladiator. Do you know what this song's called? You know what this song's called? And we are free or something, now isn't Now we are free. Now we are free. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis Sanchez played this on his way into the training ground. You didn't see that? I didn't know about it. Alexis Sanchez was driving into Carrington and um Lisa Gerard with a brilliant voice Lisa Gerard has. And this was playing as he drove She's into Australian. the Australian. Stephen Gerard. <laughs> but yeah, so so Alexis so Alexis was driving into training and had this playing on the stereo and everyone went, "Oh. Now we are free." Fair enough. <laughs> so I've still got, Alexis. still got Nick Buck's 
Say, shout out to Nick Buck. Shout out to Nick Buck. Anyone who wants to listen to another podcast, not you know, um, Nick as, does as in Nicky Butt. No, not Nicky. No, he's Butt. got he's got Nicky Butt's turd. Nick Buck uh, is a, a mate Buck. of mine who has he's a he's a composer conductor. He runs a podcast called the Art, uh, of, the Art of the School. They talk they talk about as much sport as we do. Um, <laughs> uh, give it a listen. But yeah, he was the one. I've still got his. Uh, Gladiator soundtrack CD. From basically, just uh, wanted it for that song. For that song. Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, so Jose Gorn, absolutely magnificent. I don't know about you, Fab. We'll, we'll sort of keep this bit light because we're, it's obviously unfolding. Yep. Six on the spin for Ole. I'm Team Ole. I reckon just give, it, give him the gig. Not yet. Oh, no, no. Don't give it to him now. But I'm sitting there thinking, just give him the gig. I don't see why. I don't like the idea of paying Poch out. I don't like the idea of going into a protracted negotiation with Levy. Do you need I don't to pay like Poch the out? Yeah, we do. He's under contract. We need. We would yeah, need coaches. Co- coaches can resign from a contract. At any no, time. but he would have to, as part of his severance, they would make him sign a non-compete or a non. You know, they'd say, yeah, yeah, we'll release. We would you. say that we, Spurs are never really competing with us anyway. And that's true, but we we would say, <laughs> yeah, we we would have to transfer Alex him effectively. Is a Spurs fan, isn't he? No, Alex is an Arsenal fan. Oh, he's so, Arsenal like me, yeah. Um, the best thing about this, we've got a, we've got a call group. Sorry, Alex, you would have taken that to heart. <laughs> Shout out to Alex. <laughs> um, we've got a call group of friends. We've got a, like a group chat going, and it's yep. it's the Premier League bants. But um, the Spurs fans are salty. Like They hate the, the, the rumour, the innuendo about Poch and will he leave and is it all over, blah, blah. They hate it. They come out and they're saying they don't care, but they care. Of course they do. They hate it. I think that something that we need to consider with, and I'm not for one second saying or that Poch isn't a good manager. I'm not manager, saying that. But they I could th- be someone else. Maybe, but I think that with Poch, he hasn't won anything. How, and, good, how good was Poch when he got signed by Tottenham? Has he, has from he really, Espanol. Has he, but he's really um, galvanised his reputation. Well, he's at Espanol. Yeah, but he went to Southampton. No, fucking cares. Yeah. Southampton uh, were that team, remember that, that one year when Poch was with him, like they were... He's a good manager. He's they a good manager. They were like, like top seven, I'm going to say, yeah. at least. Yeah. And they a had a, an awesome run. They were top three for a while. He's had the best Spurs team for 30-odd years, 30-plus mm-hmm. years comfortably. Yeah. He's, he's had a couple of Spurs, arguably Spurs' best ever players um, during that time. Um, he's and he's had, produced Spurs' best results in that time. It's got to be fair. But at the same time, he's also dropped a pretty big, a couple of big opportunities to win trophies. Yep. Um, whether it be through bad management, bad luck, I don't know. Last season, but Leicester, Leicester, yeah, that's oh, the one. But, but Leicester's Ar- the one. Well, they were the only team close enough, and they. But Arsenal could have too. Arsenal shit their nest as well. They, they missed opportunities yeah. to, be able to stay within the race. But it's just yeah. So I think that with with me, you know, Jose's gone, which is great. He was getting stale. I think he was doing a Mick Malthouse. He wanted to be sacked, and, and he was comfortable when the guillotine fell. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, from there, Ole's done a great job. He's come in, he's revitalised the club. I think he's, he's, what he's returned to United, which I greatly appreciate, is a sense of formality. That we play Bournemouth, we play Cardiff, we play Huddersfield. Worry about us. And win. Yeah. Yep. Win. Yeah, worry about us before we worry about we don't. We're not getting to the 75th minute, it's nil all, it's cagey, and we're throwing on Fellaini and seeing if we can nick something at home. Mm-hmm. He's going out saying... You got to cut out for you today. That's it. And we're going to score. It was that classic thing where one of my favourite United were playing um, Real Madrid in the Champions League, and it was one all at the Bernabeu, and um, they were talking to Fergie the week of the game, and uh, the reporter said Jose Mourinho says his team will score, 
And Ferguson sort of laughs and he goes, yeah, I think they will. And he pauses and says, but so will we. And it's that attitude of going, yeah, they're very good, yeah. but I'm backing us. We're going to score more. Yep. Yep. And it's that sense of I think Ole's got that ingrained in him. I think he understands that and he embraces that about the club. He understands the culture. He understands the traditions. The culture, and the attitude. What I've liked, I don't still don't think he, ultimately he's in our best side when we're up and running. But Ander Herrera, from his arrival, has just gotten what it's taken. Like Patrice ever before him, for a foreigner to come in and understand what being a Man United player is. Matters a bit like that. So the fact that the six on the spin has happened with Herrera in the side, I like. Well, I think they've figured out that Herrera is not the creator no. He'll he'll do the work behind the ball. and, and Well, his best role was negating Hazard. Hmm. Give him a, give him a job, he'll stick to it. So him alongside Matic, who he's improved out of sight as well. So, um, yeah, no, Ollie's at the wheel. He's doing a good Tell job. Tell me how good does it feel. <clears throat> he's doing a good job. We've um, got Sanchez, Paul Pogba, Renfrew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, move on now to a little bit of AFL. Not a great deal. Oh. Happening in uh, in AFL football just at the moment. Obviously, Tom Mitchell. Uh, I was going to say that's pretty big. I was just going to final on uh, just last thing on world football. Uh, the Juve, the Italian Supercoppa, is on tonight. Is that wow. the TIM Cup? No, that's the the Tim Cup, which is the Telecom Italia Mobile. Oh. Now the Tim Cup, or th- that's the Coppa Italia. Oh, what's the Supercoppa Italia? Supercoppa. Um, can't actually remember. It might be. Oh, it must be a very important tournament. Good, good story. Anyway, <laughs> no, I think I like it. Now, the reason I raised it, it's uh, it's Juve versus uh, AC Milan tonight or tomorrow morning. But I don't understand. It's what's, in Dubai. What's the tournament? And I love that. Bring the tournament. Look, it's 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 not your FA Cup or anything. But like the League Cup. Put the, bring the League Cup around. Bring it to the US. Play the final in the US or something. Bring a game of significance to a market. Yep. yep. You know, we're too far. But oh yeah, bring right. a like a league cup final, bring it to New York. It says the Super Copper Italia is like the charity shield. Oh, there you go. Let's play it in Dubai. But why the fuck are they playing halfway through the year? Oh, we're just I coming. Suppose it doesn't really matter. We're coming off play. the Christmas break. Who so. cares? All right. Well, I'll, I won't be watching that. Um, the March <laughs> Christmas break. <laughs> obviously, as I said, not a great deal of news. But obviously, the one big story to emerge, obviously, Tom Mitchell uh, breaking his leg. Which is no good. Do we know if it's the... Did uh, Doc do his knee before we went off? Yeah. You did? Oh, I've got no it was idea. The, uh, it was the, um, I'm gonna it was reckon. the start of December. You reckon? Yep. You reckon? We yep. might have mourned it on pot already. Don't really want to think about it again. <laughs> um, I don't want to. So, yeah, no, let's look. I, I want the best players playing. Like, you want the best. Oh, you do. Yeah. You know, you want to... I know what you're going to say, though. Best, but I know what you're going to say, though. What, fuck off them? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how good they're. You, know, the one thing, you, you know, know what the one thing that hasn't come out is? It happened in a training drill. So somebody tackled him. And not that it matters. Who is it? Who tackled him? Oh, it doesn't Chad matter. Wingard. Blame it on the Chad. Well, it wouldn't ingratiate yourself to your new supporters, would you? Um, oh, the, the, one that, the, the one for me out of this is, is my takeaway is... Uh, Fab's man's going to have to step up. Yeah, you got O'Meara. No. My man. Mr. Shield. Shields. Oh, he's name? useless. He won't step up. He's not good enough. Oh, he's, he's so good, Fab. Oh. Him, Luke he's... Bruce, they're, very, no, no, they're not bad players. They're very good players. They're very good premiership players. 
but they weren't at the level, the elite level that everyone had them at. They're sheltered by it, and well, right. we were sheltered by an exceptional team. Yeah, yeah, the higher. So up, they're not. They're not. They're not the, the elite of the elite. Yeah. They are very, very, very good footballers. When you are asked to be the tenth hmm. best player in your team, hmm. they're good enough to do that. Now that there's injuries and retirements, and the tenth best player needs hmm. to be their sixth best player. Yeah. I, I don't reckon they're good enough. Th- I, I didn't think they'd make the eight last year. They made top four. My thing with Liam Shields, straight, straight sets. or people, players like Liam Shields, I was never like, yeah, it comes across yeah, that I'm a bit salty about Liam Shields, but it was always based on people would say, Liam Shields is better than Bryce Gibbs. No, no. Yeah. You put Liam Shields in Carl- at Carlton and you put Bryce Gibbs in that Hawthorne midfield when yeah. they were flying. Gibbs would be a jet and Shields would be just another player. But people just never appreciated yeah. players like Bryce Gibbs and that was... But, but that's like saying who's the best player in which era and all that sort of stuff. They are what they are. Mm. And look, if Liam Shields puts up good numbers and is a value to his team, good he'll luck still to be him. a very, very yeah. good contributor. But now that he's going to be asked to be more, but he he's won't not. Be able to he's do not it. Tom Mitchell. He won't be able to do it. Yeah. And, and it's the it's the money ball mantra of okay, there is now eight hundred possessions that have come out of the Hawthorne team, but now they're going to move the mm. the deck chairs on the Titanic. Can they get five hundred? Like the first first question is, can they get eight hundred possessions back? No, they can't. The issue they've like, got, what do they have to do, and how do they mm, maximise the, it? The big big issue that they've got is that, as you've alluded to, is they just know. Oh, I'm a little bit like the Nathan Buckley when when he was sort of disputing. You know, Tom Mitchell's at fifty, but they lose. Yep. So you go, well, ultimately, how effective are they? Because you give Patrick Cripps fifty, you give Nat five fifty, whoever you go, they, their teams, their teams winning the game. Yeah. Yep. So Tom Mitchell can have 40. But Tom Mitchell's possessions are ablet-like in those quick give-and-goes, which gets him out of space. Like, I understand, you give the quick, short handball. He's not as cheap as ablet. Like, he'll win his own footy, but I reckon what Mitchell does is when they've got a kick in, he runs to the dangerous spot and he gets on the end of it and he's he's a good enough, he's got a good enough engine, a little works. bit like a Brock McLean. He works, works to the spot. No, no, well, Brock McLean had a good engine is what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> okay. And, and he was a smart footballer yeah. and he could go to where he needed to go and he could be involved. Yeah. Mitchell does both. Mitchell, yeah. Mitchell will win it in stoppage and then he'll link up around the ground as his team needs him to do. And and they won't replace him with somebody with the same amount of smarts as what I he's got. I still think Hawthorne make finals, but if... They went out in straight sets for the Jaeger bomb has his injury concerns again, and which now, I don't want him to because and now he's their best midfielder. He's gone from remember his first season how electric that play oh, was, was going to be phenomenal in a side. And everyone's like, yeah, well, he had Ablett, but yeah, that's it. He had just had Ablett. Yeah, Do you know what he I mean? was a powerful unit as an eighteen. Like he was ahead of David Swallow and that yeah, as, as far absolutely. as absolutely. So, but if he goes down or has sustained periods of being out of the game, that midfield is I don't care if you got Chad Wingard. Well, Chad Wingard, they're thin. Chad Wingard they're has Carlton to play thin. midfield now. They're, they're Carlton thin. Wingard's a midfielder now. He he came in he's to replace Rioli. He's, he's not good enough to be a midfielder. He has to be. That, that that's what they'll ask him to do. He's do you rock Peter to pay Paul? We the ball, we, we the ball doesn't it. get down there. Either that or Bruce is now a midfielder. We did it for years. We played Bryce Gibbs on a halfback on flank. Halfback or, flank. Yeah. yeah, it helped our our back half and helped our rebound and our movement out of defence. But what did it rob us from the middle? Skill so, and drive, yeah. Like whereas Scotland, Scotland was it, it was probably he probably was better playing, yeah, off the half, and he was line. probably a better leader, and he was smarter, and yeah. he organised defence and all that sort of mm. stuff. Whereas Gibbs could just do his bit across there. He was he was better in the midfield, yeah, and floating forward and potentially kicking a goal. So now they're 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 thin, but I think they're fucked. Clarko's a genius. 
I hate saying it because I hate. Oh, it, it's the only thing. His arrogance, his arrogance irks me. But if anyone can organise them to play with such deficiencies, it's him. Yep, I agree. I agree one hundred and ten percent. There's only one coach in world fo- world sport I hate more than Alistair Clarkson. Who's that? Sean Payton. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, because you just where, just where, arrogance. Where, where's arrogance. that hat? Nah, just the arrogance <laughs> and the disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Not saying the Clark goes arrogant and disrespectful. I'm Is just, that just because well, Philadelphia got knocked because... out last week? Or yeah, a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this time of year, a lot of very fit players returning to preseason. Never been fitter. Yeah, never been Break, stronger. Breaking never... every record. Breaking time trial records. Time trial records are falling. The only person who didn't come back. It was Jared Pickett. Pickett. <laughs> Jared Pickett goes, I'm going to give him something to write about. I'm yeah. going to come back heavy. Because I'm going to come back with the skin folds of five players. So what did he do? He did a patella? Patella yeah. tendon. So. <clears throat> yeah. So no good for him, but that's no. you know, disappointing. But look, fortunately, I'm convinced not... we finished off the year before Doc's injury. I don't know. But I, I think was... we fi- Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think we finished before and Doc Mitch, did. And right? Mitch obviously wasn't injured when we... That, that was the open session, the last training session of the year on the. Thursday. I reckon he did it taking that that ripping hanger. He did far out. Who McGovern? McGovern yeah, yeah, he probably did. They caught it and posted Came in it from the side, and then you couldn't get it anymore. It's so. interesting that you you mentioned there that uh, Hawthorne's midfield is now Carlton Finn, as if that's a fucking denominating you know unit of measurement. No, we were. I don't think we are. No, I think we're fine now. I think we're. Th- well, I think our midfield. I'm, I'm going to. I think we have a good, a good midfield. I'm going to be. Thin. I'm going to be very it concerned. It's, it's, it's a young, deep. it's a young midfield. I'm going to be very concerned if, in eighteen months' time, we haven't gone past in terms of midfield groups, a lot of teams. I agree. I'm going to be sitting there going, "What's gone wrong?" I agree. If we haven't gone past, I'm potential. A lot I, of teams. I agree with you, but it's all. It's development. I'll give you an We get development right, and yeah, we will, but... I was thinking about this the other day, and, and I, I, I have a lot of time for Zach Fisher. Love him. So do I, yep. If you were picking a... Whatever the game might be, whatever level, if you were picking a team, they're standing AFLX. up against the wall. AFLX, maybe. <laughs> I don't mind AFLX. That's I, a story for another time. Yeah. Um, so you, long as Patrick Cripps doesn't get yeah, injured. Yeah, so long as no one, none of our players play and get hurt. If Zach Fisher and Essendon's Andrew McGrath... Standing against the rebound wall, and you're next up. Who are you picking? Um, you I'm, have to say oh, you say Andy McGrath. I'm picking Fisher. Well, we I, like I, what I, he's I think produced. Fisher is better for what he does from an attacking perspective. I'm picking Fish, but if you need a leadership and defence and organizer, I'll probably take. Andy I McGrath. just need a guy. Well, Andy gonna... McGrath is going to step into the midfield <laughs> soon. Okay. You look at Essendon when they brought in Dylan Shield, and they said they reckon their midfield's complete. Who are they got? They named no, that's, Heppel. That's Heppel's the not a midfielder. You know, they've got Merritt's Merit. obviously good. Merritt's right? all they got. Three years ago, do you remember the Merritt versus Cripps debate? Mm, yeah, I do. Do you remember the Merritt versus Cripps debate? And a, a lot of people, a lot of people were giving that to, to Zach Merritt. And who's a good footballer. Yep. But he's not Patrick Creed ellipse, uh, elite. Yeah. Right? So you've got Dylan Shield, Zach Merritt. Yeah, put him in there. David Dyson Myers. Dyson Heppel. David Meyer still going around. David Meyer's got a raking left foot. Every now and then he rips the hamstring off the bone <laughs> trying to do that raking left foot. Tears what the, I'm saying tears is the from everyone the thinks Dylan Shield completes their midfield. He adds to it, yeah. but it, it's not complete. It's not deep at all. You know, you got, um, who was their pickup last year? It was very, very good for him. Probably their, Devin Smith. Devin Smith. Very but Devin good. Smith can go through the midfield. But he's he, was not, a, he was a forward that had never had the chance to play midfield <laughs> and had always been injured, so never got the so, opportunity. He got the opportunity and he proved that he was a really, really good footballer. This is my point. Andy McGrath will go through the midfield. 
He has to. They need him to. Yeah. And I reckon but he's never shown. I reckon him. you'll see. I reckon he's got what it takes. I reckon he takes that step. It'll be interesting. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying that. No, I'm saying we've seen Fisher. Fisher's been thrown in the middle. Well, so you've at, seen him, and, and at his size, he's been thrown in and he's performed. Whereas they've um, they've protected McGrath on a halfback flank for two seasons. But he's done everything you could ask him. He won the Rising Star. Agreed. So, well, mate, the Rising Star loses credibility with each passing year. How's Jesse Hogan going? Well, every, you can go back yeah, through any of them. Rising Patrick Cripps, Lewis Taylor over Bontempelli. It loses, there's a whole Reece Palmer of over Cyril Real. Oh, Louis, a... Louis Taylor. Pete loves Louis Taylor. Louis pull, Taylor's a really nice footballer. Pull the socks down. Stop it. It makes so, him look, it's something so silly. Like, it makes it's him got look nothing shorter. to do with football and football. But just go, exactly, exactly what Sean's saying. You are short. Having the socks up, 1980s style. Robs you of four inches. Mate, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you look even shorter. Yeah. You look like you shrunk in the wash. He looks like a sprinkler <laughs> head that's come up like that hasn't gone back. <laughs> like, Louis, socks down, 2019. <laughs> I might ride into the Brisbane Lions and, 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 I like it. and let them know. I like it. Um, do you guys want to have a, a brief discussion? We've just ticked over an hour, so we're going okay. Do you want to have a brief discussion and bring us home talking about some uh, American NFL. football? Well, what are we looking at? We're looking at the Pats well, it's, it's, versus it's, the Jags. It's, confer- it's the conference finals. Weeks, finals. So the AFC is the the Chiefs versus the Pats at Arrowhead Stadium. I said the Jags, didn't I? The Jags, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a year off. You're a year off. <laughs> that was the game, wasn't it? At halftime, they were in front they were. in Foxborough. And it's yeah. all... Basically, from halftime to now, it just turned to shit. It did. It's turned to shit. So, um, so yeah, it's the Chiefs versus the Pats. What's the... What's well, Pat versus the Pats, really? If if he can keep his head... Come on, you can't... You, I agree. I, and I, and if, if Pat Mahomes... I, I, I said from second week of the year, he's won the MVP. You but, did say that. But... Drew Brees will win the MVP. He won't, he won't. Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP. We'll see. We will. Um, but, <laughs> yes. But you can't Ty say will Pat, reveal all. You can't say Pat versus the Pats when Tyreek Tyreek Hill has done this season. No, what no. He's done. What I'm saying is, if Patrick Mahomes keeps his head and performs like he has all year, yep, they get through. They're better than the Pats. That I agree. I agree. And but, this whole thing, it's his first full season, and does he have the temperament when it counts against a team that will keep him honest? You go on Twitter, and everyone's going, "Oh no, where are all the haters?" The Pats haven't beaten anyone yet. Oh, I agree. Right, <laughs> Philip Rivers. No, no, Sean, Sean. I don't, Fab's in this thing. Fab's no. in this Skip Bayless fucking time. No, it's war. not. It's not. He's in this. He's in this. I'm going to use the word. Have I ever said? It's just I, prove it. Well, the answer is prove it. Yep, you're winning. You're advancing. You, you're doing all you can do. It's have we been impressed yet? And the answer is no, no. not yet. No one's disputing the legacy of Brady and Belichick and what yep. they've done. They're cheated, but they're, well, you can't dispute let it. That, let, right? I, I agree with that. But what I'm to saying to <laughs> people like them beating the Chargers at home. How many more fucking things so does what? this guy Sean, have to Sean, win? The like, Jets. Like, when is enough enough? No, but hold on. They play the Jets, the Bills. Seven-time NFL MVP Tom Brady. <laughs> Six-time Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady. Eight-time Super Bowl champion. Fab would be like fucking overrated. They play the Dolphins, the Bills, Pack and fraud, the, and the Jets every, every single season. So that's six yeah. games that they can yep. basically, even though there was a miracle against Miami this season, yes, they lock away games that other teams in other divisions can't. So they generally they hardly ever play a wild card game because they they fucking play, win. They no, but they're in a division. The, the, the draw isn't yeah. balanced. You're not what, playing what everybody. What Fabian's saying is they win 12 games, but it's the equivalent of another team winning nine. But 
So they, because you they've got their twelve, they don't play well, a wild card. They don't game play a wild card game. game. Yeah. Their divisional round is generally at Foxborough. It's yeah. not their fault. So what I'm saying is they get to this weekend. Rivals. They get to this weekend pretty much every Untested. fucking year. Yeah. It's not Untested. their fault if what you're saying has even a kernel of truth. It's not their fault Sean, that the other teams in their division don't give a shit enough to take compete away with them. that my side is in this division. But the NFC East, as opposed to the AFC East, it's a dogfight every year. Get better. No, look. We could, we are better, but so look. Trade that hat we've gone for from being Super Bowl champs, and all of a sudden Dallas have gone. No, we're winning this division. Get rid of the that. The Redskins were in up until Alex Smith snapped his leg. Yes. They were get, leading the division. Get fucking be bold. Get rid of that hack fraud quarterback you keep hanging no, your hopes my and dreams point on. Is, Big Nick fuck no, yeah, he's the one that's winning no, them games. You're wins. missing the yeah. point. The Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins need to get fucking better. Yeah. Because do you the think Pats they're not trying to free run do you think they're to, not the AFC, to? Well, uh, to the AFC Championship game every you, you're, you're big year. on this. You're big on this, and it's like you know tinfoil hat sort of shit. Where you're like, they're just they're just not trying until Brady retires. I'm it's convinced not, of it. It's nonsense. I'm convinced of it, Sean. It's abs- do you reckon they send something out to their fans? You know, welcome to Jets football 2019. You, okay, you don't watch Fuck, a Brady's lot of NFL. There. You don't watch a lot of NFL. Hashtag hibernate another year. See you next year, Jets Nation. <laughs> We'll wait till Brady retires. And the Bills. What was the the, the 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 hack fraud bloody quarterback they had? Was it Perryman or something like that? I can't even remember now. They got rid of him. He was ha- anyway. My point being, the Jets are shit. The Bills are shit. Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. <laughs> it's a free run. So I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying they haven't been. Now this is their test. Yeah. And this iteration of the Pats aren't as good as the previous iteration. So what I'm saying is, they keep winning. No, no, they've gotten to this point by default. Now it's their first proper game. So if they... Pat Mahomes plays anything like he has all year... But as you say, you'll put win. 60 on them. They'll win. I, they, I, said, mate, I, got, I said this year weeks ago, I know nothing about the NFL. The Pats are going to the big dance. Mate, two months ago, the Pats were losing games. They were playing rubbish. But guess what? They weren't moving in their division because why? They've got the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins doing nothing. And how many games they end up winning? Um, I reckon they've. I'll get, I'll, get, I'll get the record, mate. You just got to. You just got to get that fucking Tom Brady size Fisher out of your ass, <laughs> and just accept that the man is very good at what he does. He is very good. I'm saying them collectively. This is not a Tom Brady thing. What I've got against Tom Brady is he deflated footballs. Everything else well, is he fine. Personally, didn't deflate footballs. Eleven wins and five losses. So they did what they had to do. All right. Taking so, care of business. Yeah, exactly right. TCB by TB12. And as you say, you, you play... I like that. <laughs> but as you say, they're playing shit sides. Hold on. But you st- you're still char- win. They played the Chargers at home. The Chargers won 12 games. The Chargers won 12 games. Wow. You had to go through a wild card weekend and then travel to Foxborough. Well, that's how it fucking that, works, Because mate. the Chiefs were in their division. That's how it works. What I'm saying is, yeah, when you've got a free run every freaking year... That's not But you know what the rules fault. are before you start the season, too. Yes. Yeah. I just can't wait for that division to get competitive. I agree, I agree with you. Bring back Broadway Joe for the Jets because everyone else is a f- seriously. Isn't it is Broadway, d- disgusting. Isn't Broadway Joe sixty years of age? Yeah, I don't care. He played in um. His arms like what's spaghetti. That, uh, Kevin Hart movie. Yeah, Mean Machine. No, no, no. Kevin Hart, the <laughs> yeah, wedding, the wedding ringer. Else. Yeah, absolutely awful. So anyway, movie. look, Pat Mahomes. If he does what he does all year, they win. He'll win, right? Yeah. I would say out of the four teams remaining, the Pats are the four seed. 
In my I, I agree. I agree with that. So, yeah, but mate, so it, and it's the Rams playing against the Saints. So the Rams the were Saints. the Rams would have been the number one, uh, the, the home team, if we would have got through. Yep. But the Saints, so they go, they travel to the Superdome, but and we it, made the Saints look average. But how's that fair? Can I just ask you were just having hanging shit on the Pats because of no the Saints the Saints were the number one seed. Yeah, but do they win more? If games? we knocked the Saints it, out, if, if they had a one, if, if we the Eagles the win oh, and the Saints are out, yeah. We would have. We would have. Rams have home field advantage, but because of the result, Saints had the best record. So, so the they Rams, host the conference final. The Rams are going. I reckon the Saints will get through. They're not going as good as they were. But see, I want to see Rams play the Chiefs. I said this. We, That's we said the game this, that I want. Yeah, that, I, when they played each other, we all said, "Please be the preview yeah. of the Super yeah. Bowl." Yeah, oh, that was that big game, wasn't it? Where they scored about 50, 50, 50 points each. It was like yeah. over a hundred points scored. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's American sports in a nutshell, right now. What about just it? overscoring? So no one defends. Yeah. Well, the Saints have well, slowed but defen- down. Defense is ugly, although it'll win you the title. It'll win you the title. That's why the Pats well, will win. You've got the Ra- that's where the Rams. I'll oh, give them a sniff. They've got Indominus Sue. They've got Aaron Donald's had a phenomenal year. It's a good player. Sukasa. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ballers. But um, fingers crossed. It's a Rams and Chiefs Super Bowl in Atlanta in three weeks' time. I, I agree. That's what I'm rooting yeah. for. The Pats will suffocate Mahomes. They'll win the match. They'll go to the big dance again. And lose. And hopefully... Yeah. The, and, and then their record gets more towards 50-50. And people yeah. go, oh, in not Super Bowls. <laughs> the record gets more towards 50-50 in Super Bowls. And everyone's like, huh, what a hack fraud you are, Brady. You've lost four Super Bowls. Not counting the fucking five he's won. We've seen the last of uh, St. Nick as well. So. Big Dick Nick. Where, where, where does he go now? I don't know where he goes, but, but he we, goes. we can't afford the $20 million it's no. going to cost us to no, keep no, no, no. him. I'd so. fuck off Wentz. I'd say see you later, Wentz. <laughs> no, when, you, when, you know when, nothing about the sport, mate. Didn't Wentz, didn't Wentz come back and was dog shit? No. We were, he was a bit underdone early, but once he was up and going, we had he was injuries good, and then he got everywhere. Yeah. He had injuries everywhere. As soon as Big Dick Nick came in the fold... We got, we got players back. Started yeah. he broke winning it. games. No. I like winding him up, but I do agree with him. Oh, fuck, I don't know what we need, and hopefully JHI gets back... And we get a few of those. Yep. What we miss is a run game. Last year we had a run game. We had Jay Jai. We had Corey Clement. We had Garrett Blunt. Run game's overrated. It's, La- it's La- central to playoff football. No. Le'Veon Bell. Air America. That's the answer? Air America is my fucking. I'd just be. Well, he was in Air America. Was it Charlie? Mel Gibson was yeah, in Mel Air Gibson America. Mel Gibson and Charlie Sheen. Uh, I'll be playing Air America before the match, going, this is our fucking route to victory. Yeah, well, it wasn't Alshon Jeffries' route to victory, was it? You know, you know what would happen? Yeah, yeah. They'd look at the stats and go, Coach Peter Budge, no run offense. You know what's coming. <laughs> go, rushing yards, nil. If you fucking rush, take the defensive coordinator. Why are you playing four safeties? Well, it's a no run <laughs> offense. We're, 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 we're not blitzing tonight. <laughs> like I just said, go, you fucking put up a one single rushing yard, you cut. Find yeah. yourself a new fucking team. Yeah, well, it doesn't work that Get way. Get home and tell your You've wife. You've got to run the ball enough. Get home and tell your wife you're honest. moving. Yep, to create space. But um, well, but you've you've got to you've got to get them guessing. If they know what you're doing, it's easier. You need to be unpredictable. Yep. Well, I wouldn't be throwing the ball to the same person every time. Well, they're not. They just give it to Torrey Hill and when he runs. Well, no I wouldn't be. I'd be like with him. everyone could catch the ball. I'd Todd, be doing. I'd be doing a lot of the rugby plays. Well, as well. everybody on the Philadelphia team can, except for Elshon Jeffrey. So Elshon Jeffrey's only dropped three catches all year. Could you, Is that could right? you do the? Could can, mm. could you do like the rugby style play when you're moving the ball up the field, like a few teams have done? The lateral, the 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 Just mean get, machine. The, yeah, the um, the, the, what, 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 what they call the um, the 
schoolyard bullshit, isn't it? Is it wasn't that the play? Yeah. I, I would yeah. do that every fucking play. Well, it's unpredictable. Yeah, it's as, extremely as, unpredictable. As it's been pointed out to me, because I always wondered. But, but the moment you drop the ball and it's free and available for anyone to pick you up. Fucking sailor pick, pick <laughs> When you're running, <laughs> pick six. And there's a guy about to tackle you, you're at the 10-yard line, and you've got a teammate who's just Toss there. it back. They don't do it enough. I do agree with that. What? Like, imagine that. Imagine I'd the safety. Imagine I throw the ball to you, and the safety's coming to close when you, you and that, you do the overlap. You do the quick hands. No. Yeah. When you do that, put a helmet on and take away the, your peripheral vision. It's, it's, it's dangerous. That's why when there's a fumble, we're looking at it, and they all look like they don't know what they're doing. They do look like you can't nice. locate the ball because your field of vision isn't <laughs> as wide as it is when you got the helmet on. That's why they're kind of we're a fishbowl. We're a clear helmet. <laughs> Coach Peter Budge revolutionising the revolutionising this game. Cinema anyway. players so huge conference playoffs. So give me uh, give me your calls. Who wins and what's the score? I uh, think Kansas City. Yep. Will win, and I actually think New Orleans will probably win at home. Mm-hmm. I, I don't so want do I. Them you know why they're going to win at home, Tim? You know why they're going to win at home? The dome. The dome. Home field advantage. Well, guess what, Sean? The Super Bowl's played in Atlanta, and it's close too. So it's in the dome, they're not having to deal with the elements. No elements in uh, thus, Atlanta this thus season. Invalidating Only oxygen and a bit of nitrogen. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful stadium too. The Mercedes. What is it? The Mercedes Benz Arena. Mercedes, Super Bowl's yeah, going to be yeah. beautiful. Take, take your word for it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Don't know what you're talking about. So. Um, is that all you got for us this week? We're back in action, and I think we're done. Well, That's I think it. the only thing I was going to add was the LeBron James groin injury from Boxing Day. Has he um, played since? Hasn't played since. NBA means nothing until All Star Weekend. But but the hit that Los Angeles has taken with him out has been <laughs> yeah. massive. It's exposed the younger blokes. They've actually stepped up. They've shown something, but. Lakers won't be relevant until they get another big name, and they've always sort of said this off season. That's what they're going to seek to do. But well, we know who they're going to get. Who they get? I think everyone knows that Kawhi is going there. No, well, not necessarily. It could be Kawhi. They keep going. That this, yeah. They're going well. Yeah, I, I reckon it's the brow. Well, don't do that to me. I, I he needs know. to come back. He needs to come back to Chicago. He's from Chicago. No, we're getting the brow. Brow's coming to LA. I think that's a good move for him because my like, boys are a rabble. Oh, they are. Mate, yeah, but mate. you're going to get Zion. Did you see Zion's steal and 360-degree dunk the other day? dunk. In-game. The, the Bulls have it's been... NBA jam style. <laughs> the Bulls have been I love rubbish. that he's lefty, too. The Bulls have been garbage since fucking MJ. Sean forgets about the year we were number one seed. What had the, the MVP. De- Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Had yeah. the MVP. Come on, mate. Fuck. That's how you got the calcium. Do some research, Sean. The Do some research and you might win some quizzes, mate. Well, you fucking right. lucked into it. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to this. We're back. That's no it. talk of the Asian Cup? No, it's not, nothing's happening with it yet. Yeah, we are lost to Jordan. Yeah, but we're through to the next round. Yeah, well, Chicago's a good time. <laughs> Fuck off, Tim. So for me, Sean Peterbutch, thank you very much. For Fabian Guadagnolo. Arrivederci, ragazzi. For Tim Davis. Always a pleasure. We'll see you next week. See you next week. week. Oh, sorry. Just to play us out, by the way, I've decided... I won't tell you, actually. We'll be playing already. I've read left. Yep.